0: Did you hear the news? Metro PCS is now Metro by T-Mobile. Now you get new plans with unlimited high-speed data all month long. All on the T-Mobile network. Check out the new Metro by T-Mobile today and discover the smarter way to get unlimited. Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. During congestion, the fraction of customers using greater than 35 gigs per month may notice reduced speeds. And Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus some T-Mobile customers. Video streams at 4DP. Coverage not available in some areas. See store for details and terms and conditions. Feral Audio. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 84 of Steve Ag uh, with my guest. That's right. I have a guest this time, and uh, his name is Chris Sullivan. He's done this podcast before about a year and a half ago. Uh, a lot has happened since that first appearance on the podcast, mainly that Chris and I were both in the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which when this drops is only about a week and a half away from coming out. Uh, I'm very excited to be able to start talking about this. No spoilers are in this. There are no spoilers. We really only talk about the experience of shooting the movie uh, and our time in Atlanta. And we talk about a lot of other stuff. It gets a little bit graphic. (laughs) We, We talk about an Instagram account called Crime Scene Cleanup. And, um, it's pretty gnarly. It gets pretty graphic. <laughs> Not too graphic, but, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's this episode. Chris and I, uh, talk Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Chris, who you may know also from the hit NBC show, This Is Us, which was just recently. It is such a hit. It was recently picked up for two more seasons. Not one. It was picked up for two. That's how good that show is doing. And Chris is a terrific actor. You may also have seen him on uh The Nick, the Steven Sutterberg, Clive Owen television program, The Nick, which is the first thing I ever saw Chris in and he blew me away. And Chris is a great guy. And um I'm getting a phone call, so I'm going to go answer that. I hope you like this episode. You can now get tickets for Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, I suggest you do. Opening weekend is going to be bonkers. So check it out. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Hello. Check one, two. Check one, two. My name is Steve. And my name is Chris. What is your name? Chris. Your name is Chris. My name is Chris. What is your name? My name is Steve. My name is Chris. Uh, okay, so welcome to episode 84 guys. of Steve Adria and uh, Chris Sullivan is back. Yeah. For a second time. Second time. Since we did Guardians of the Galaxy. Since it's been announced, it's now public. We don't have to be hiding in the shadows. When we did the last podcast that I did with Chris, the only other podcast I did with Chris was probably like five or four or five months before we shot yeah. guardians of the galaxy. We yeah. knew we were both in it, but we couldn't say anything. So we kind of danced around that. And at the end of the podcast, we we're like, Oh, I hope we get to work together again someday. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that we were going to be working together, anyway, um, and now the release is upon us. We're like three weeks away. I know the premiere on the nineteenth. The premiere next Wednesday, mm-hmm. which actually, when this comes out next week, the premiere is tomorrow. The premiere is tomorrow, you guys. Um, you've seen a screening already. I have, and you loved it, man. It's <sighs> so fucking good. I can't wait. I laughed. I cried. A bunch of I didn't people, think I was gonna cry. I cried. I cried in the first one. A bunch of people from Kimmel, a bunch of my friends who write over at Kimmel, texted me this morning. They, had, I don't know, they saw a screening somehow last night. No, they're like, dude, it's so fucking great, man. I still haven't seen it. I honestly still don't even know what happens in the movie. <laughs> I never got a script. You had a script, <laughs> unless you were one of the main, like seven or eight characters. You only got pages the day before you shot. Right. And so I don't know what happens in the movie. Yeah. I don't know the main plot of the movie. Yeah. And it wasn't until like the last day of shooting that I f- figured out what was happening in our storyline. Because we <laughs> shot out of order. Right. So I was always confused. But there was one big scene that we all did towards the end of shooting where I was like, oh. Oh, I get I was it. was like, oh my God. This is sad (laughs) i was like oh my god i pieced it together just our storyline and i was like oh my god this is so fucking sad um and amazing so i can't wait to see it next week because i don't know i don't know what happens in the movie oh man you're gonna love it so much um, but everyone, yeah, everyone that's seen it has been like, dude, it's fucking great. And it's yeah. been testing through the roof. Yeah. It was testing like as high as a pilot contest, not a pilot, a movie can test. Yeah. And that was without all the visual effects done. Yeah. It's crazy. I feel like if I went to, and I've been to some screenings of movies that had visual effects that weren't done yet. And it really takes me out of the movie. Like when there's a green screen shot and the background is still green. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. But when a story is good, Steve, <laughs> when when you just tell a story, when you just tell a good story, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have visual effects. This LaCroix is good. Oh, man. Just a couple of white guys drinking LaCroix by the beach. I, I kind of want to put it on my cheek. I had a, a root canal last week. Oh, that's right. It's still My cheek still hurts when they injected me. It also hurts because... The uh, the doctor put on my temporary crown mm-hmm. after he did the root canal. He canaled your root after he bored out my roots. Yeah, and it was the very far back molar. So there's four great four roots. So sure. it took for it actually took two times to do it. Yeah, but he put the the temporary crown on. and It never felt right. I was like, that's a lot of weird like putty <laughs> shit on my tooth. It feels weird. And then of course on saturday over the weekend it broke i just part of it chipped off because he put too much on but it broke in a way that what was remaining was in the shape of a fish hook and it's just stabbing me in the cheek repeatedly so i, I think i'm gonna go back tomorrow and have him file that down yeah yeah that's a good idea that's a good move i earned it <laughs> But But yeah, I had that, and I had like a sinus infection last week that's really kind of bothering me. Um, Chris is going to close the door. Um, Wow, that's a big gap under your door there, dude. I know. (laughs) know. His front door is closed, and I can see... (laughs) The entire world in the four-inch gap I, I underneath live, the door. I live by the beach, man. No, it doesn't matter if the wind blows in, if the if the the sun the sunshine comes. That's amazing. Yeah, it, the, the 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 screen door fills the gap. It's just not closed. a squirrel could crawl through there. A squirrel probably has an octopus definitely could. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. As I was saying. Well, before we started recording and you were like, we should be recording this. I'm looking for a new place to live. Last week, I found this place. I'm on like all the house finding apps and um, I'm just sick of living in a little apartment. You know, I want my girlfriend to move out, you know, at some point this summer. So I have to be in a bigger place. Ideally, I would love a house. I would love to be renting a house, but it's so fucking expensive in L.A. Everything is so expensive. Every single thing. You can't find a decent two-bedroom apartment for less than like $2,500 a month. No. You can't buy a house Oh, for less than a million dollars. Forget it. And so I've just been looking and I've just been getting bummed out because I'm like, oh, it's like maybe I should just stay where I am for a little while longer because I have some things coming out. So maybe that can change, you know my price range, but currently I'm like, this is fucking crazy. But then last week, a h- house popped up on one of those h- home hunting apps. And it was like a two bedroom, two bathroom. It was really small, but it was in a, a developing area of Highland park here in LA, which is really nice. And, um, it was cool little neighborhood, like hipster neighborhood. And I was like, Oh my God. And it was like $1,500 a month. I'm like, that's bananas. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of too good to be true. Something must be wrong with the place. And, and so uh, and I call the guy, leave him a message. And then I drive by the place. I'm like, I'm going to go look at it. And I was like, oh, my God, I, I have to have this place. So he emails me back. He's like, yeah, he's like, I have a bunch of people looking at it. It's still available. Um, let me know if you're really interested and I'll send you more info about the place and more photos I was like, yes, I'm totally into it. This is perfect for me. And uh, I was being cool and funny. And so our email back and forth was really, I was like, I'm going to make this guy like me. And then, uh, so he writes back the next day, he sends an email with a bunch more photos of the uh-huh. inside of the house. I'm like, oh my God, this looks great. And I go, what's next? And he goes, I'm gonna, he's like, I'll send you an application. You can fill out the application. I go, Great. So he, the next email he sends me, <laughs> part of the email was like one of those, um, uh, what were those chain letters back in the, the day? that Like a Nigerian, the Nigerian scam letter? Scam. It was like that. And Send like, me $1,000. He's like, here's the attached application. Um, I'm sorry I can't be there to actually show the place to you and walk through it with you my daughter has lost her firstborn child in childbirth so i have to be there for her out of town because what her husband fuck? is in syria he's a army captain i'm like i don't think that's right i don't army and, captain. and even if it is <laughs> which I'm you're sharing so, too much yeah this is too much this is an overshare he's like my daughter's child died. I'm like, why would you send me this? But he's trying to make it like, that's why I can't show you this place. And then the fucking application, it wasn't an attached file. It was, he wrote out an application in the email, and it was weird questions, like, I'm gonna see if I can find it. It was really weird questions, like, do you work at night? <laughs> do you work overnight? And it wasn't... Do you work during the day or do you have a job? It's like, just I don't know, or just. Will you be out of your house? Do you work at between the hours of midnight and four? And the uh, yeah, his le- his. Do grammar ha- was very poor. How do you feel about locking windows? Um, have you ever installed camera in toilet? Uh oh fuck! Where is it? It's fucking phenomenal. Okay, I think I found it. And every time he would email me, his grammar would get worse. Oh, my God. This is going to be so great. This is going <laughs> to... We'll be the judge of that. By the way, his reply after I, I sent in an application, but I didn't send like any personal info, like social social security or anything. But after I sent off, a day later, I get an email to my email, my fucking email that says... Hello, Vanessa. I really appreciate your interest in the house. I want to let you know I have taken my time to go over your application form, and I have decided to let you rent my apartment. As I found your application very satisfactory and acceptable by me, I wish you all the best and good fortunes as you move into my house. Now it's a house, not an apartment. I will be sending the keys and documents to you via FedEx Express, And the shipment tracking number will be emailed to you so that you can track it to know the exact time the package will be delivered to you the next day. To secure the house, you will have to make the payment of the two months rent and security deposit via cash deposit. And there it is. Which is $4,350. So I will ship the entrance and the room key paper slash permanent home I don't know what any of this means which (laughs) contains your reference to the house documentary file receipt of payment I will ensure a lease agreement is prepared by my lawyer for both of us to sign after this you can go ahead and make the payment I've attached to you this email my Kansas issued driver's license Kansas driver's license for you to know whom you are dealing with respond as soon as you get this email thank you and God bless you by the way, I'm going to show you his photo on his Kansas driver's license. What's his name? Let's put it William up there. Engelbert. No, it's not. Yep, Bill Engelbert. Who has a a son-in-law in Syria? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that guy looks shady as shit. Yeah, and even, it probably isn't even him. Even if that is him, <laughs> if it isn't him, he should have picked a better fake photo. That doesn't even look. It's so shady. Wow. He's a vet. He's a veteran. So I gotta find this application though. So yeah, okay, here we go. Engelbert, you fucking bitch. Alright, here's the here's the application. And it's just numbered. One first name. 2 middle name 3 last name 4 profession 5 phone number parentheses so far so good cell. 6 marital status 7 kids 8 present address 9 previous rent 10 how long do you intend staying 11 how many month rent can you pay for before moving in he wants more than one month rent yeah when do you intend moving in do you have pet do you smoke do you drink alcoholic what? do you have a car <laughs> do you work overnight picture of the occupant <laughs> yeah nude nude performance uh, so yeah, uh, I'll just read the fucking whole email chain. Oh, <laughs> Well, no, well, maybe, maybe not. Uh, uh, uh I wrote back. Okay. Hi. When he said the, hey, Vanessa, you have the apartment, I wrote back. Hey, I think you meant to send this to someone else uh, since you addressed it to Vanessa. This is Steve. Thanks. By this time, I know it's a scam, so I'm just playing along with it. He goes, sorry, that was a mistake. It was meant for you, man. I go, cool. And this is where I start, like, fucking with him. I want to get him scared. I'm like, I just have to run it by my business manager and lawyer who are in charge of my finances. And he writes back, "Uh, that's all right. I have the lease agreement prepared. I will scan and email it to you, and you will have to sign it and send it back to me. And then you can go ahead and make the payment payment. And I write back, my business manager and lawyers say uh, they can't okay this transaction until an initial walkthrough of the house has happened. He's advising against me depositing money on property without inspecting it first. Sorry, he's very cautious since he's in charge of my money. He wants to make sure everything is legitimate and not a scam. And he has run the proper background <laughs> check on you uh, and the property and everyone involved. I'm just waiting to hear back. And he writes back, "Uh, that's all right, but I need you to sign and scan back the lease agreement so I know you are the next tenant. I write back, he said not to sign anything or send any money until he runs some background checks on you and your lawyer and the house. He says this all sounds suspicious. He's going to run background checks and uh, (laughs) make sure the property is actually in your name. Sorry, he's just being cautious. He writes back. Then he, this is what he writes back. And this is last night. I am not bother or moved since I know it's my property. I own the house so you can run whatsoever you want to run about my identity. And so, by the way, last night I go online and I just decide, because you can check on properties and sure see who they're registered. Sure, sure. And it's registered to some someone with the last name Martinez, not this yeah. guy at all. Yeah. And so I write back... um, my manager says the property is registered to someone with the last name Martinez. So I'm going to pass since this is a scam, and we're going to notify the authorities. Good luck. He hasn't written back. Oh, he hasn't written back? No. That's bizarre. I know, right? Bizarre that it all it all fell apart right there for him. Fuck. I knew it was too good to be true. Yeah. That's what they say about things in life. This is really good. <laughs> anyway... Enough about me and my fucking <laughs> shitty life. Called you from a mall last week, and texted me from another mall like the next day. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in malls up in Northern California. Chris was uh, in Sacramento, where he's from. <clears throat> I called him on one of my last podcasts, yeah. like a couple podcasts ago, when you were in the mall. And then you're like, I'm thinking of getting my photo taken with the Easter Bunny. Yeah, there's something existentially pleasing about a mall. <laughs> just the amass the, the of people and commerce and convenience and just kind of a beautiful vulgarity to it all. Yeah, I don't mind them. A sweaty fat man in an Easter Bunny outfit. But then you did send me, you texted me a photo of you with the Easter Bunny. You got a portrait. Yeah, I thought twenty nine ninety nine was worth the joke. And then I was like, Oh man, you should just go to a bunch of malls and do this, and then the next day, I got another photo of you with a different Easter bunny. <laughs> you should post that. You should put the put that uh, photo out for because uh, Easter's coming up. I guess I guess it's coming this Sunday, but by the time the episode's out, uh, Jesus will have uh, have, have risen. been risen. I went yes, to my so first the, Seder last night. You did? Yeah, very you, first. Who's one. Who's Seder? Uh, Ted Krober ted the name sounds familiar. um he's uh he's in our industry you might have met oh, him but he's an uh, industry professional yeah um <laughs> but he and his wife shira um hosted a a lovely satyr that was um that was uh, uh themed uh, around refugees and how you know the whole story of the jewish people leaving egypt is essentially a refugee story sure and it was kind of a, it was a really it was a lovely uh, lovely affair lots of laughter yeah. lots of contemplating the suffering of uh of the jewish people and laughter and laughter <laughs> and uh and yeah you ever been to a seder i never have i'm 48 and i've never been to a seder. no one's ever invited me isn't one of your best friends sarah silverman yeah, but she's not practicing. Oh, that's right. She's not a practicing best friend. <laughs> <laughs> she's out of practice. Um, yeah, I would, have, I would have thought you would have had a Jewish friend that would have invited you to a Seder by now. What kind of food do they serve at a Seder? Well, the traditional foods that we started out with, let me see if I can remember, uh, there was a uh, shank bone, oh. a, a bitter herb, and... Um, there was a uh, that was the horseradish. There was parsley, the the shank bone. The there was this oh, I can't hariset, which was an apple walnut wine salad. That uh-huh. was pretty good, and then at this progressive seder they put an orange on the seder plate because I guess. Uh, in recent history, some, uh, conservative rabbi said, a woman, a woman belongs at the head of the church the way an orange belongs on a Seder plate. Whoa. And so progressive Jewish families start putting an orange on a Seder That's plate. That's amazing. As like a, a symbol of, of the progression of the church. I guess it's a good thing he said an orange and not. A woman deserves to be in the church like a pile of feces deserves to be on the seder plate. Because yeah, uh, I never that. Would I get what we're doing here? But <laughs> it's kind of ruining seder. All right, hop up on the table, pop squat. <laughs> By the way, speaking of which, fucking last night, my girlfriend was and I were texting, and she's like, "You got to follow this Instagram account." It's uh, oh no. It's crime scene cleaners. It's at crime scene cleaners. I was like, that sounds like it's going to be horrible. And she's like, it is. (laughs) She's been following it for forever. And so I go to the account on my Instagram and it's a private account, obviously, because it's really graphic. And it says in the bio warning, very graphic photos. And uh, so I sent him a request And then like 15 minutes later, I was approved and I started scrolling through these fucking photos, dude. And within 10 minutes, I was vomiting, literally sick to my stomach. Like I felt so nauseous. It was just, it's crime scene, post crime scene photos. Like the bodies are gone, but it's like, this is the it's the three dudes in a van who show up with rubber gloves and a hose. Yes. Yeah. This is. A company in San Francisco called crime scene com, and they will come to a house, a street, a block, anywhere there's been like, and it's not just crime scene stuff, it's like suicides. It's, And that's when you know it was love. Oh, dude. You're like I love this woman. I, I think I have to unfollow. <laughs> it, it's so fucking. Yeah. Because this morning don't, I signed back on. I was like scrolling through Instagram. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that's kind of that's a terrible thing to uh, to insert into your daily routine. There was one photo of like a floor next to a toilet and just a ton of shit, and the description is just like. Someone with liver failure, like an alcoholic with liver failure who couldn't control their bowels and died. And they like went your, to their house. sounds and, like your worst nightmare. Oh my God, dude. It's so gross. That's your nightmare job. There's like Crime one, one of the, fo- the one, the photo that made me the sickest was there was a bed and, uh, Blood and brains all over the pillow. Let's contemplate. Let's <laughs> contemplate. I love that you're bringing. We're a guy. I, I love that you're bringing. Committed suicide. I love that you're bringing the Instagram account verbally into my life. <laughs> 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 like, one, like one photo at a time. <laughs> um, let's contemplate uh, uh, the level, uh, the the mentality you have to have to work in a crime scene cleanup company, you could do any kind of janitorial service. Yeah, but you have the have the stomach and the and the mindset to go into... I bet some, it's good money. You think so? I, yeah, that's the only thing. Like, yeah. Still, how much how much money would someone have to pay you to clean up one crime scene? I mean, how much money? A hundred thousand dollars at least. Yeah, like to walk into that bathroom and that toilet because the mental. Strain that would put on you. Yeah. Also, just like yeah. this was a living person and now yeah. their brains are all over this wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was <laughs> like, this why? Also, like a few weeks ago, maybe it was like a, actually maybe about two months ago, I wake up in the morning and my girlfriend has texted me a photo that a friend of hers texted her in the middle of the night. And she's in Cincinnati, so she's three hours ahead. So she had sent it in the morning. I was still asleep. I wake up and I open this photo and it is I may have showed this one to you. No, maybe I don't I think so. I hope not. Her friend who is a doctor was driving home from work at night. I think it was driving home from work. He pulls into a gas station. It's one o'clock in the morning and like a weeknight. He is the only person in the gas station other than a car on the other side of the gas station. He gets out. He looks across the parking or the gas station parking lot. There is a body hanging out of the windshield. Like the head and shoulders are inside the windshield. The rest of the body is hanging out and like its feet are touching the, the ground. I shouldn't say feet. It's foot. One of the legs is missing. This guy was driving on the freeway at night. Someone was walking on the freeway. He hit them. They went through the windshield when he hit them, when the person's leg came off right beneath the knee and he drove for three miles with his body hanging out of the car before he stopped. (laughs) And so the legs are dragging, which pulled the pants down. You also see shit smears on the ass of this person because you shit yourself when you die. Am, it was such a horrific photo. I am so glad you came over to my apartment this afternoon <laughs> <laughs> to bring the verbal recounting of these images. So my girlfriend sends me this photo in the morning. I wake up, I'm like, oh, she sent me a little love note. What would she have to say? And I'm like, oh, my God. Because this guy was like, her friend was like at the gas station with this car. The cops hadn't arrived yet. So he just walks up and he takes a fucking photo. It's horrific don't ever show me that photo I won't show it well that was the thing I I was laying there in the morning going oh I gotta send this to uh, oh there's nobody I can send this to there's literally I don't know who I could send this to yeah you don't want to do that to somebody there was nobody I could send it to yeah nobody yeah I have sick friends who I was like I can't even send it to them and that's when you know it was love yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the funny thing is she will send me the filthiest photos. This might, well, this is an overshot. She'll show me the, the, the filthiest photos. But when we first started dating at one point when we were flirting online, I sent her a dick pic and she was like, gross. No. Um, And I was like, but dead bodies. But w- wait a minute. <laughs> Steve, your, yeah, your penis is grosser <laughs> than the most hideous hit and run. Than brains on a bed. My dick is grosser than brains on a bed. That's going to be the name of my autobiography. Yeah, that's the title of this episode. <laughs> oh my God, that is the title of this episode. My dick is grosser than brains on a bed. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, no, uh, that, that's a good edit point out. I think there's a stand up bit in there somewhere. Yeah. Let's uh, let's let's get off this subject. Yeah. Let's talk about something nice. Talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. We're both in that. Yeah. But well, we can't. There's nothing to say about it, because if we start talking about it, we're just going to get ourselves in trouble. We can't give away spoilers. Exactly. There's nothing to say. If you say one thing, it just proves another thing. So, well, we can say we're in it. We are definitely, I can it. say I've mostly only ever done TV. So, and the movies I've done have been insanely low budget, like a h- horrible, fucking horribly low budget. Straight to the top, man. Yeah. Straight, like, to, straight the top. to VOD. No, but so this was like, you went from the, that. This to was one of the best shooting experiences. One of the I've biggest movies of the summer coming, starring Steve A. G. And I can say of all the cast members, I probably had it the rough, roughest because I had to grow a beard and I had to have a fake scar on my face. Yeah, you had it pretty rough. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> oh, I just had uh, three and a half to two and a half hours of fully uh, fully encapsulating head makeup. I loved. We would be on set and. I would be bitching about growing my beard because like four or five. Steve, Steve's, no over there, Steve's over there scratching his face going, oh, I hate this beard. In yeah. the meantime, I, You're sweating. I am sweating out of my eye holes and, and, and trying. Everyone would and, get so mad at me. And I'm taking my, my contact lenses out for the fifth time that day. Oh yeah, is it uncomfortable, Steve? Are you having a, are you having a rough day? Dude, it was so fucking... Oh, this beard's so itchy. I kept doing it because everyone would get mad. All you guys, I had the best setup. I would only have. I mean, it would take me maybe forty five minutes to get the fake dirt and the yeah, you know, and the scar and the looks great though. I shave my head every couple looks days. looks great. Um, it did turn out good, but you guys, I would show up at like maybe five thirty in the morning, and like the you earliest. and like Stevie Blackheart would be like. I've been here since 3. I've been here since 3.30, you motherfucker. But even even what we had to do is nothing compared to, like, you know. Yondu. Nebula. Oh, yeah. Who was there. Her, her pickup time was 1 o'clock in the morning. She got picked up at 1 a.m. at the hotel. That's so insane. In the makeup chair by one thirty to be ready for a 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. shoot. So There was one day we shot. It was a really huge scene. I won't give anything away, but it's a really huge scene. So there were a lot of extras, and the, a lot of these extras were very made up, like very intricate makeup and prosthetics. You know the day I'm talking about. So a lot of these people had like 11:30 p.m. call times to get in, to get painted, and prosthetics and wardrobe for. Sh- a scene that they weren't even into like maybe 11 a.m. the next day, like 12 hours later. So they would and they had to be in there so, so early because there were so many of them. So it was like, right? Yeah, uh, they were not happy camper. They were, most of and it also, they, part of their wardrobe was very constricting around the neck. So yeah. it enabled them to lay down. So they couldn't take naps. Yeah. They had to sit straight up or stand. Yeah. yeah prevented them from lay. laying down. Yeah. It prevented yeah. them from laying. Like they couldn't lay down. Yeah. Because it would fucking choke. They them. could barely sit down. <laughs> it would choke them. And, uh, yeah, that, I mean, and that was a day I also, I didn't have to show up to like 6 a.m. <laughs> Steve comes wandering in Fresh face. And I'm like, oh, Oh, this beard itches beard fucking really itches oh. And you're like, fuck you There were a few days You were really a good sport But there were a few days where I was kind of afraid to talk to you Because I was like, oh, he's really kind of freaking out right now yeah, There was definitely a few days where the The, uh, the concentration Because had- it was full rubber prosthetics over your whole head With nowhere for the sweat to drain Yeah So you would be like Sitting it up. would be pooling up inside your mask. Yeah, a little bit, and, and it would it would leak out in the corners of my eyes. I'm not complaining at all, but there were definitely days where it took some extra deep breathing uh-huh. and some meditation inside the makeup to just kind of relax and, and let the anxiety pass. There was an extra one day when we were shooting who had a panic attack. Did, Did I, you do you know that? I didn't remember that. It was that same scene that we were talking about? An extra was just like. Oh, and took off. Yeah, left. They were like, fuck. They were like, fuck, fuck. I got to get out Out of this makeup. Yeah. 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 And he he disappeared like halfway through all this. And they were like, what do you mean he's gone? He's uh, in these shots. Claustrophobic fit. I I was wondering about that when we were doing it. Like, you know, some of these people are in, in way, way more constricting makeup than that. And we were also luckily shooting like February and March. So it was really cool, and yeah, thank God can I you imagine know, talking to some of like the stunt guys who worked on Captain America Civil War, which shot during the summer the previous summer in Atlanta in Atlanta, outdoors on that tarmac with the biggest green screen in the world yeah if you go if you watch Captain America Civil War, you should get the version where you can look at the extras and you can watch the making of, and there's like a green screen that's we shot in Pinewood Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, which is mainly just almost all Marvel now they're doing everything there, yeah, Ant Man was the first movie to shoot there, and uh they have the biggest fucking green screen in the world. it's outdoors, and it is so these suits the suits yeah. on those heroes are water cooled, and they get hooked up to a uh uh like this tube that they can plug into their suit. Mm-hmm. So when they're not running around this cold water, like runs through their suit trying yeah. to cool down the bodies. I can't, I can't imagine. Even James, who was like one of the fight coordinators was like, uh, and he's, he's the winter soldier stunt double. He's iron man stunt double. Um, and he was like, there were still days even with those cooled suits that you would just throw up inside your fucking I was like, I was like, that would make me not want to eat in the morning, but then that would make you even sicker. No matter what happened, no matter what subject we on, it just all comes back to puke and shit. And then, uh, they would puke inside their masks and then the people from crime scene cleaners would come out and photograph it. (laughs) That's also the other thing. I'm like, how are they allowed to just photograph crime scenes? Probably, you know, under investigation. How's that molar doing, buddy? It's sore. Need another Lacroix? Need not yet another Lacroix. That's good. That's a another a Lacroix flavored Lacroix. Yeah. yeah. The drink How of, did you like Atlanta? You'd been there before? No, I mean, yeah, yes, I'd been there before, but not not the way it is now. I, I was there many years ago, and all I wanted to do was get out. What's this? What's the old lady strip club they're called? The b- bounty? No, it's not the bounty. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, um, the, oh shit. It's in an abandoned hotel. Yeah. 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 It's, it's called the, I can't remember. It's a famous punk rock club slash old lady strip club. Look it up. And, uh, it's in the basement of an abandoned hotel. I mean, it looks like a horror movie. It's like, a damn and it rich. is, and it is a horror movie. Um, but yeah. They got some good music. Up, Atlanta strip club. I'm trying to remember. Old. Yeah, it's called like the Continental or the, the, something like that. The Claremont Lounge. The Claremont Lounge. Um, I loved Atlanta. I had some of the best food I've ever had in my life. There. They they got it on. You point. turned me on to the best one of the best hamburgers ever. I was just talking about Holman M- and Finch. Yeah, my buddy's down there now. He he texted me about the burger this morning. He did? hmm He's like, You weren't kidding about this Burger Man dude. everyone I know that goes there, I I'm like I text them all a list of that and antico pizza. Mm-hmm. Gun show. Gun show is good. The fuck that Roman place we went to was amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, the town's crazy. They've they've it's it it was one of the like the most young, uh diverse. And integrated cities I'd ever been to. Do you notice that? Yeah. Like everywhere you went, it was like it wasn't just that there were a lot of different nationalities hanging, but that they were all hanging out together. Like yeah. every table was like a United Nations meeting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and the art scene was really cool. And, yeah. And the 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 beautification, all the street art, and yeah. uh, the minerals. little mouse holes, yeah, <laughs> fairy doors. I also always tell everyone about murder Krogers. The murder Kroger, yeah. which I think they tore down just recently. Oh, they took it down.
1: So she and I were
0: walking one night. We had just eaten at Holman and Finch. We were going mm-hmm. to get ice cream. We're walking along this area, and there's like a Kroger. Which I mean, for the West Coast people, it's a grocery store like Ralphs or something. In fact, Kroger owns Ralphs. Yeah. And um, you're like, that's the murder Kroger. I was like, what? You're like, they call that murder Kroger. Cause so many people have been killed there. It's like, why is it still open? Well, that whole neighborhood where that beautiful park is and those yeah. nice condos have been gentrified over the last 10 years. Yeah. That whole neighborhood. There's a reason why that crappy punk club was, was there. It um, it was, yeah the Kroger the reason it was it was called the murder Kroger I mean you just you just explained it um it's pretty self-evident but yeah. the way it's structured there's like alleys and like dark places all around it it's and so, set back in a, in a little like <laughs> yeah. alcove of like trees at the base of a hill so it's very secluded yeah. it's like a it's like a grocery store from stranger things which you were in yeah um yeah. But uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, we walk, we essentially what did we do? We we stopped, we ate a burger, and then we walked and got ice cream and then ended up at Oh, we <laughs> We bang banged. No. We did a bang bang. Yeah, we went and got pizza. Yeah. Then we went and got the burger. Cheeseburger. And then we went and got yeah. ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking good. Like gentlemen. And you were in Atlanta proper. I opted to Take the relocation money they gave me mm-hmm. and pocket it, and just rent a room with uh, my friend Mike Escamilla, who's a stunt guy on the movie. Yeah, who was renting a house from another stunt guy who wasn't well, in Atlanta at the time. So also a nice creepy location out in the woods. Did you go to that house? Ever? Yeah, yeah, one one time. Yeah, he. Uh, so Mike was just renting this like six bedroom house, like on a lake in the woods, very terrifying area, but really beautiful. And he's like. You know, just give me $700 for the month. I was like, deal. <laughs> and it was, but also the house was unfurnished. So like <laughs> I had to buy a mattress and I just slept on a mattress and, and I just pocketed the rest of the money cause I'm fucking cheap. But the good thing was that house was literally like a three minute drive from the studio. Exactly. So even on days when I didn't work, I was close enough that I would just drive to the studio to, yeah. to eat free lunch. Yeah. You had it, you had it hard. That, that, I've never that worked on something with a budget like that. It was like every time I would see or have seen since Kevin Feige, who's like the head of yeah. Marvel Pictures, he's the executive producer on all the Marvel movies. I'd be like, "Yeah, if you ever need me anything else, <laughs> I'm at your service, Mister Feige. Just for the food alone. Just if you need anyone to run craft services, yeah, you need a PA." Oh, I just wanted that food. It's so good. sound oh. like, Rick and Morty? oh Rick, oh I just need some food, Rick. How often do you run into Feige? <laughs> I just picture you. I like, don't run into him like hanging much, outside his house. I ran it well, like when we did Comic Con, right? Or when we uh, had the meeting before Comic Con, and uh, did I see him at what ADR? A, yeah, what a bizarre happening that was. Yeah, we you can video, you can Google search Guardians. 2016 Comic Con yeah, Guardians. Guardians panel. All the Ravagers came in and interrupted the panel. Yeah, we came, we went, we all got back together for Comic Con last year in character as the Ravagers because the Ravagers have a pretty big part in this movie, I think. <laughs> I yeah, don't you know. assume <laughs> I mean the entirety of my uh participation in shooting was Ravagers, so I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure it's all about the Ravagers. <laughs> People are always like Is Chris Pratt nice? Is uh I'm like, ah, I don't know. I like yeah. <laughs> I was just with Ravagers I just part. say no. Uh, yeah. Say no. He's a dick. Yeah. You know that persona you see on TV? That's exactly what you get. Him, Tom Hanks, total dickheads. Couple of dick buddies. Dick buddies. (laughs) Yeah. That's the new name that's the new name of this episode, Dick Buddies. Wait, what did we say? My cock is my dick is grosser than blood. My my penis is worse than brains on a bed. My penis is worse Worse than than brains brains on on a bed. bed. It has a ring to it. Uh, LaCroix your toenails are pink yeah man i take care of my feet or is that coral no it's a pink do you get pedicures yeah i get pedicures how does that feel it feels wonderful where do you do it nail salons (laughs) obviously yeah well no some people like do it themselves i'm really afraid to do it because i'm super ticklish well yeah it gets a little tickly sometimes but But also i have one gross toenail so do i you do yeah and they take care of it yeah that's why that's what they're that's what they're good that's what they're best at really but i had really bad feet you know they're still they're still kind of man feet but oh yeah you have definitely guy feet but i do too but they've they were way worse than you know women aren't the ones who should be getting pedicures they have nice feet men are the ones who should be getting pedicures and then a long time ago i asked the lady i was like i was like well if I don't get the polish, because that seems like a, a huge portion of the amount of work you have to do. Yeah. Do I get a discount? And she's yeah. like, no. And I was like, well, then. Paint them up. Fucking paint them up. Can you get like a clear? Yeah, you can get clear. Um, you get go t- get fucking pedicures. You want to do it right after this? Maybe. I, I I really am self-conscious. My feet are great, except for the one. My big toe on my left foot. I smashed it a long time ago. And it yeah. just grew back. The nail grew back like really tweaked yeah and like so it got kind of fungal underneath it yeah the fungus the fun (laughs) fungus is almost impossible to get rid of um but it's 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 in direct response to trauma it is yeah and so if you can solve the because the trauma isn't is is not you haven't solved the trauma yet but now, So now we've covered uh, shit, uh-uh. shit, brain, <laughs> shit, brain's You, vomit, gotta, you should and come to Busy Phillips. And, uh, did you go to school with Busy? Uh, she graduated right as a, right, right. I missed uh, her. Busy and I have a new podcast. Oh, nice. It hasn't launched yet. We've recorded two. Mm-hmm. We're going to record about six or seven before we start releasing them um, so we have them banked. But uh, it's called We're No Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> and it's us just talking about all this medical. Wait, is shit. Busy the one who has the photographic memory? Who's your medical person? No, that's my friend Bronwyn. Oh, okay. Who I should absolutely have on this? Yeah, but the, oh, that's Bronwyn. That's why my girlfriend is that a lady name? Yeah, Bronwyn. I think it's Welsh. What a that's a great name. Um, Bronwyn. That's, I think that's why my girlfriend texted me last night. She was like, "You should have these guys on your podcast with Busy." Aha. Uh-huh. The crime scene. Claims. There you go. <laughs> it wasn't just a random. Which I probably should. But fuck, man, it's so depressing. Yeah, you should unfollow them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There, I can't just go unfollow them. There's a lot them. more shit involved in those crimes. Yeah. Than I realized. Yeah. Well, when people die, the body evacuates itself. <sighs> That's why I shit first thing in the the day in case I die. There's plenty in there. (laughs) There is. You think you got rid of all of it? You're wrong, my friend. That's why you got to get that uh, colon hydrotherapy. Uh, Wait, what? Colon hydrotherapy. What's that? Enemas? Uh, It's kind of one big one. (sighs) You lay down on a table, have a, have a, have uh, a, a man or lady uh, <laughs> put a tube in there and, and flush the system. Oh, <laughs> my friend Rob Schraub. <laughs> uh, Heard, who's, who's Heard of him. Heard of him. Executive producer, writer, and director in the Sarah Silverman program. Heard of it. He regularly goes for colonics, yeah he's like really into colonics there there is a huge movement as to as to if you want to keep yourself healthy you have to keep the sewage system clean I mean it makes sense like that's where all of the toxins are that's where they're all you're just storing them and if you don't get rid of them Stephen. Uh, uh, Stephen Aegean <laughs> No, but Rob... Uh, this was like four or five months ago. Rob texted me out of the blue. He's like, I just had the worst colonic ever. And I text him back. Define worst colonic. And he goes, I fucking just shit all over the place. He was like, in the clinic, in the room. like." Because <laughs> he usually gets them like once or twice. A, yeah. Once or every other week. And... Um, he said it'd been like a month since i had one and so there was a bunch of like garbage in my. well there's not there's not supposed to be anything outside of the bot like the tube that, that does the helping keeps everything internal it's it's that's bizarre there so, must have been a malfunction so he was laying there and she was not paying attention in the water or whatever and he's like i think i gotta go he's like i gotta go to the bathroom this is an emergency she's like oh uh, all right and she pulls the tube up, and as, as he gets as he gets up off the table to run to the bathroom, it's just spraying out of his ass. So as he's walking, it's like crop dusting the fucking room with shit. It was on his shoes. Have you been cleared to uh, to podcast this story? Yeah, he's talked about it. Yeah. Um, oh god, damn it! I was yeah. like, Have you been back? He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that must happen there, like once in a while. Once in a while. And I was like, did they clean it up? And he's like No, the no. Crime, was, scene like, <laughs> crime scene investigators did He's like what? Crime scene investigators. Crime scene cleaners came in and <laughs> I would be the rookie cop yeah. in that situation who's in yeah. the corner just how oh, 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 Get out of yourself. You wouldn't believe the how, things I've seen. How, Uh, your partner just smoking a cigarette Uh, things I've seen he wouldn't believe the things I've seen I've seen so much shit actual shit literal actual fecal and philosophical shit shit. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's all it's all uh, gravity based so there's no pumping it's all like the water's up higher and it flows down and it flows out but yeah the one I got they'd pour a pot of coffee in there oh yeah, yeah i've heard of that yeah i had a barium enema once when yeah. I, I was having appendix problems and they yeah. they didn't know at the time so they're trying to figure out and they did what's called an upper gi where i had to drink yeah a cup full of barium and then they <laughs> followed it with a camera through my system yeah. they're like oh your upper gi is fine we're gonna do a lower gi and i was like oh what's that like barium enema I was 18, so it was really embarrassing because I was so sure, young. Sure, sure. I go in. How'd you doctor, feel after? The doctor's like, we'll, we'll get I there. felt shitty. We'll get there. We'll get there. I was embarrassed and humiliated. And so I'm laying there on the table. He's like, all right. He's like, I'm going to put this tube in your butt. And um, he's like, we'll start to... We all understand what an enema is. (laughs) He's like, and I have this ultrasound on your stomach and I follow it through in this camera and you can watch too. And and he's like, have you ever had an enema before? I'm like, no. And he goes, well, it's a different feeling. He's like, you may feel like you need to go to the bathroom. So if it gets the pressure gets too much, tell me to stop and you can catch your breath. and And so this doctor, he looked like, did you ever see, um, cannonball run? Yes. Remember the doctor in the ambulance, the crazy, like the proctologist, he looked like a mad scientist. This is what the proctologist looked like who did my enema. And he would go instead of saying, all right, here we go. He would go because he had an assistant and he would say, let the barium flow, which I fucking hated. And then all of a sudden it's just, I immediately feel like I have to shit. Yeah. Stop, 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 stop. He's like, all right, stop. And I'd be like... Okay. Okay, go. Let the barium Let flow. Let the barium flow. I'm like, can you fucking not say that? Let the barium flow, boys. I, I pictured the assistant in the other room. <laughs> Let the barium flow! <laughs> barium <laughs> flowing! Let her rip. <laughs> Let her rip. Ah. Uh. And then I just remember, he's like, "All right, we're good." He's like, "You can go to the bathroom." And I had to like waddle over there, pitching yep. my butt as hard as I could. Yep. And then I go in the bathroom, it was just like nothing I had ever. It was just. But never. after it was all done, I feel lighter. I felt embarrassed, and I felt no different. I was just like, uh, just embarrassed. <laughs> fucking embarrassed, Chris. Yeah. yeah well. Was a good uh, good example of things to come, you know. (laughs) What does that mean? Just life in general. (laughs) What else uh, do you have coming? I mean, you've got your—is it CBS, Uh, NBC, NBC? This is us. This is us, which um, I like to call "We are now." This is them. Them. Them are we. We are here. This is Chris. you got another. You got another season. We got two more seasons. Fuck, really? They picked up two. They picked up two more seasons. That's so, a good sign. Yeah, man. it's a good sign. People seem to be digging it. So, first season wrapped, and we're, we're off until the end of July. You know, barring any writer strike, which oh, may or may yeah, not uh, that's right. set in. Well, you you don't you don't fuck with the writers. No. You shouldn't fuck with anybody. Exactly. It's, but especially the people who are, cr- are producing the material. We're making it. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, everyone loses money when that happens. Yeah, everybody. You'll always find you'll always find a non-union actor willing to cross a picket it's kinking, line. You're kinking <laughs> a hose. You're just, yeah, you're just like, oh, we're yeah. not getting anything yeah. out of the, the now, other end here. Now nobody gets to drink. The barium is not flowing. <laughs> Monroe. <laughs> Monroe. Let the barium flow, Monroe. Let the barium flow. Meanwhile, in Steve's ass. Is that Ted Baxter? Who is that? Ted, uh, T- Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Ted Knight. Oh. Who played Ted Baxter? Was it Mary oh, Tyler oh. Moore? Oh. Was he? Was his name Ted on Mary Tyler Moore? I don't know. Ted I can't remember. It was something Baxter. Was but also, what was the show he did? The sitcom with Monroe? WKRP? No. Just the three of us this is us no that's your show this is them He was in san francisco him and his wife and daughters and he was a cartoonist we are now who did a cartoon called cosmic cow i am him and he would draw his cartoon with the cosmic cow puppet on his (gasps) drawing hand wow yeah no idea and jim j bullock was renting a room in their house his name was monroe monroe Monroe. good evening monroe Monroe, I'm drawing. How many times have I told you not to bother me while I'm drawing, Monroe? Monroe, show me on Cosmic Cow where they touched you. <laughs> there was an episode, a very special episode of that show where Monroe was raped by like a couple fat women. Wow. It was the whole... Yeah, it was really that was, weird. That was progressive. These women... Held him down. Yeah. Drugged him. I forget what the... Yeah, it was funny. I mean, it wasn't intentionally funny because he was raped. <laughs> but it was the whole thing like, men can't be raped. And he's like, Yeah. And Monroe was there to tell us. Why am I going that there? That in fact they could. So now we've covered rape. Male rape. Toe fungus, shit, puke, brains on the pillow. My dick is worse than brains on a bed. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Steve's bed... <laughs> brains More bra- we've done about an hour Chris are we Are we going to get tacos and I pedicures? I think this is going to kick off a few episodes of Ravager podcast it's time. next week we'll have Tommy Flanagan who people may know from Tommy it, Flanagan from uh, Sons He's of Anarchy great Scottish fellow great Scottish actor just a great actor <laughs> I don't have to add Scottish uh, of all the Scottish actors, he's probably the best. Gladiator, Braveheart. Yep, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, him and I shared a, a trailer, a makeup trailer. So every morning I would walk in. Every morning, morning at around eight a.m. He's the first one I would see. He would already be in the chair, and he'd be, Stevie Baby. He would Stevie, call me Stevie, Stevie baby. baby. Hello there, Stevie Baby. He's a cool dude. And yep. you met when you finally met him without your makeup. He didn't know who you were. Yeah, that was yeah. Well, there's still people on that production who have no idea who I am. I had to go by set one on my day off, out of makeup to be like, "Hi." Yeah, <laughs> just so you know, just, this is who I am. Just a proper introduction. That's so weird. I feel like there are people who won't know me just because I don't have a beard. I couldn't wait to. Show yeah, that Steve, you transformed. <laughs> you really disappeared. I love that there were people on that movie whose job it was just to go around putting eye drops in people's eyes yeah you don't fuck with people's eyeballs you know with those contact lenses something goes wrong something goes wrong in 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 some fancy person's eyeball I'd say like 80% of the actors on that movie had contacts in to give them weird eyes and so there were like always like five people just constantly walking around putting eye drops in people's eyes yeah yeah it was nuts it was these nuts well, this has been episode number... 84, I think. ...of Steve Agee. Uh. Where can people find you on social network? Are you on Twitter, I'm Su- on Twitter, at Sullivan Tweet. That's where you can find me. Did you, you change it? What was it before that I, I said I had a problem pronouncing? Yeah, yeah no, that was actually part of it, because I bet it was Sully Acts Up. Sully Acts... Acts... Up. Acts up. Not acts. A C T S U P. Yeah. Not acts up. It reads great. Yeah. Saying it is a problem. Yeah. And uh, that had. So now it's Sully Tweets. Su- Sullivan Tweet. Sullivan Tweet. And it hadn't occurred to me that eventually there would be a thing called podcasts where you had to say your handle out loud. Yeah. Um, Instagram? No. Oh my God, dude. You should have no. Instagram. Oh, I gave it up, man. It's way better. <laughs> Don't forget, your penis is worse than brains on a pillow. Yeah, folks. So look for uh, Chris. So look for him like he's a Pokemon monster. (laughs) I'm around. I'm around. Sullivan tweet. Tweet or tweets? At Sullivan tweet. At Sullivan tweet. NBC, this is us. What else you got? Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Go see that May 5th. You can get tickets right now. And you know what? If. If you're going to be in New York City, I'll be performing at Carnegie Hall on April 27th. Is that true? That is true. Holy shit. What's that about? Babes in Toyland, concert with Kelly O'Hara and Bill Irwin, one of my heroes. No shit. Just a one-night event? One-night thing at Carnegie Hall. I mean, I'll be there again on May 1st doing a different concert. Really? Yeah. Are you nervous? I'm terribly nervous. Holy shit. That one's going to be even more nerve-wracking because we're honoring Kelly O'Hara and Bart Shear, who are a couple of Broadway legends. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. And uh, Matthew Broderick and I are going to be doing a little comedy routine. Really? Have you met Home. him yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we worked together on a, on a musical called Nice Work If You Can Get It for about a year and a half. Wow, dude. Congratulations. That's going to be fun. That'll be fun. So come see those shows. So if you're in New York, go see those and um, follow Chris on Twitter and go watch our movies. Guardians of the Galaxy. Volume 2. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Feral Audio. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.